Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 138, A Deal with Heaven. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons who support us monetarily, hang out with us, and give us a little bit of cash that I now no longer have any excuse not to figure out mic arms like I'm, I'm set I don't have decorations on the wall but I have no more excuses I need to figure out some of that stuff uh, ASAP um, and um, sorry stalling well patreon reloads because you know these people like to change the stalling <laughs> people like to change their names so just let me have a chance okay there we go so a special shout out to adele al alan michael alexander algos bernie blood angel brandon doc emil graves high arch uh jack james jenny john josh julian cat feathers crazy man 1772 melissa michael milo v3 moku noba orange turtle without jello perry puppeteer ramon roviscret ryan sebastian Sinna, serenis terry the orgy cleaning crew <laughs> Thomas, Vortex, Yikes. Weiss, and Zoltan. Orgiastic was the term. Orgiastic, as in like an orgy, not actually an orgy. It is still just a nightclub. Uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you all for supporting us. Magic, it certainly could have been. It probably could have been, but um, I'm not sure. It's only got one yeah. dot of life. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody was there quite willing to just go that nuts. Everybody enjoyed themselves, but, uh, you know, well, with the mind, yeah. uh, I guess with mind, technically, she could have nudged things in that direction. But I don't think Atratus is like, aha, creepy voyeur or anything like that. Anyways, moving on before we Atratus, get into are you a sex pervert? Very, very <laughs> awkward conversations that is not within the purview of this chronicle. Um Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Uh, and as always, if you're interested in supporting us, you're already doing it. You're watching the show. Share with a friend. Let them know. Uh, you know, tell them, hey, there's this really cool game, Mage the Awakening. I think you'd like it. Come watch these nerds play it, and then maybe we can play it together. The more people playing Mage, that means the more people who are running Mage, it means I will get a chance to run it or to play it again. Thank you again, Chris. Uh, Drifter Drifter is in the back of my head a lot going, hey, can I come out and play again? Uh, <laughs> Every time you say Drifter, I just think Drifter Pony Club. And it's a terrible, terrible cursed pun in my brain. I'm not familiar with it, and I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> Driftless Pony Club is a band. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, sorry. Just... I'm yeah, the way you said it, I thought it was like some sort of a furry subcult or something. No. Yeah, what? MLP. I, I, I was straight into we? MLP. <laughs> what is going yeah. on at the start of this episode, y'all? I, I don't know. Um, regardless. We got we already talked kind of something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, regardless, if you're watching the show, if you're sharing it with friends, if you're hanging out, you're already supporting the show. Do not feel pressured to join us on Patreon or anything like that. You just... Being in the comments, coming by Twitch chat and watching us live, all that kind of stuff means a lot to us. It is very cool to have you guys as part of our wacky little chronicle. Um, cool. Uh, so when we last left off, uh, the uh, 
Cabal had been at the Concilium meeting showing off that, hey, we're masters in uh, Sumdu Arcana, and Atratus was brought forward on charges uh, against the Lex Magica, which I should clarify very quickly uh, for the audience. The Lex Magica is literally all the laws for the Concilium. So if you break any of them, they're bringing, up, bringing you up on charges against the Lex Magica. Um, and in this particular case, it was a gold law, which you're basically ratified across all the concilium. Don't do magic in front of sleepers. That's just one of the big ones. But you could break, um, I think they're called the iron laws or the bronze laws and iron laws. It's like, hey, we made an agreement to do this thing and you broke it. Oh, you broke it. You're being charged by breaking the Lex Magica. Uh, so it's a broad term. Uh, but yeah. Um, and uh, was charged, oh, excuse me, sentenced to... Basically, fix what she broke. Commu uh, community service. Yes, uh, definitely some some form of community service. In this case, uh, instead of uh, providing service to the concilium directly, uh, she's instead uh, basically going to fix what she broke. Um, and so um, with the sentencing kind of ending, um, and there's probably some more other things going on, um, but uh, Borsine does uh, bring you a uh, little manila folder with a couple pictures and uh, some basic uh, pertinent information for a Leslie Booth, Billy Allen, and uh, Charlie Fisher. Um, and basically, these are the three sleepers that uh, the Silver Ladder have determined were actually persistently harmed by the breaking points that they had at the um, at the nightclub that night. There are other people who had little breaking points that they just kind of shrugged off, but these are the ones who, um, in game terms, had a dramatic failure with their uh, breaking point, which means they get a special condition that is persistent. Um, and so basically, hey, uh, these guys are having a really bad time right now, and we'd like you to fix them. Uh, which may require some work. Uh, fortunately, that's Atratus' thing. Um, and I don't know, is there anything else you guys do uh, at the Concilium meeting while you're here? Anybody you need to like, oh, hey, I need to have a conversation with so-and-so or anything like that? I don't want to talk to Moonkeeper. You do or don't? I do. Oh, okay. I was like, so he said, no, I don't want to talk to you. Don't. No, like, are you I avoiding want, Moonkeeper? I want to talk to Moonkeeper. Friendship ended with Moonkeeper. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, and actually, I mean, this, you know, bring up a good point. Like, Moonkeeper and, you know, weird have coffee every now and then, you know, mm -hmm. chit chat and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to I wanna start working another set of doors. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and what are you planning on doing? Um, talking a little bit about our recent uh, run-in with uh, the uh, the Thyrsus. Oh, the Stalker. Stalker, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just sharing a little bit of my perspective on it and that kind of thing and looking for his opinions. I mean, words what, process what? that all, but I'm giving him a chance to you know, express opinions about that whole thing. Sure, but what, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, what is, what is the what is the end goal? The Why end are you goal, opening these? Because I have to determine how many doors. Sure, because I'm what, planning on getting another dot of uh, ally. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, which fortunately is easier um, than last time. Um, 
which is actually one of the very, very scary things about doors uh, and why I like it. And you don't necessarily need to use magic um, every time. Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah. so if, if an attempt succeeded by opening doors, which you did, uh, subsequent influence attempts begin with one fewer door. Um, and you will always have at least one door to get through. Um, but uh, right out. Um, cool. Uh, so that's easy. And then I have to remember here, um, where are we at? Um, yeah, I think you guys are still on a good impression level. So it's still, you can only do so, uh, once per day. Uh, mm -hmm. but cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, what are you rolling to kind of nudge and influence and, you know, show that, Hey, we're buddy, buddy. Right. And, you know, we can do favors for each other and stuff like that. Um, Let's uh, try presence and persuasion. Sure. I did roll. <laughs> Hold, please, while roll 20 tries oh, to figure out 20. what it's doing yeah. on Friday night. Hey, there we go. Six dice, one success, which is all you need. Cool. All right. Got that written down. Whoops. Let's make that. Private, <laughs> no, letting, no letting the players know, uh, which actually, uh, come by Discord, guys. Uh, this weekend, I might have some interesting news about Conca, uh, but we'll worry about that later. Not going to talk about it now. Uh, so cool. Uh, yeah, um, with that, uh, you have, uh, you know, little little chit chat with him, you know, over some hors d'oeuvres um, and, you know, a little bit of conversation, uh, but otherwise, uh, Songbird or Atranus, is there anything you guys are doing? Cool. <laughs> I imagine right, well, Atranus is like, go ahead. I would want to sort of feel out like, because I don't really know what I'm allowed to do to help these people. Like, if I broke them with magic, I feel hesitant using magic to fix them. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, uh, a very, very easy conversation with uh, uh, probably actually Hiza. Um, and basically it's like, no, we understand you may need to use magic. The issue is the obvious nature of magic. So, um, you know, if you say, for instance, delve into their own Eros to go directly to the source or... Um, you know, something of that nature, uh, which isn't even directly magic. Uh, but yeah, and bear in mind, doing magic inside of a sleepers and heroes is kind of sketchy. So do be aware. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, uh, that's the forefront thing. Um, come by my office uh, tomorrow. And, and I, I, I have a little bit of experience with this. Um, uh, just as even fixing up some of the folks who have seen things upstairs in the Athenaeum um, and just needing a little help. Um, but we can, we can definitely have a conversation about it. It's not my specialty, not the way it is yours, but uh, I can give you some of my experience. And, and mm -hmm. yeah, but we, we, we understand that you will probably have to do use okay, magic I to never fix magic. had to use this on sleepers. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be tough. It'll be a new challenge for you. Um, mm -hmm. Take notes. <laughs> Uh, for the future and, you know, pass, pass my knowledge on through you onto your legacy. I'm sure it will, it will assist them. Okay. 
and Songbird. Hey, standing next to Hadromia, looking looking impressive until. No, all right, it's time to go. Bye. <laughs> we good. Y'all yep. good. Anybody got any Obrimos questions? No. Nope, right. nope. <laughs> Bye. Gravity goes yep. that way. Most easy, of the time. Easy. Yeah. Meanwhile, there there is one snarky um, uh, space mage who goes actually. <laughs> Well, actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, for you, it goes that way now. <laughs> yep. Uh, so cool. Uh, so yeah, you guys wrap up um, there. There and and we we do talk about people getting mastery. Technically, a lot of uh, it. Everybody is showing off their various accomplishments. So even like uh, Nako is coming forward and showing off some new you know, new levels of spirit magic and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like everybody's progressing. Uh, but the big ones that, you know, everybody's like, Oh damn is, you know, when somebody reaches that mastery level. Um, but, uh, cause those, those are the ones that catch people's attention. Cause you know, most people make only to one, you know, the people who end up making two and three, uh, well you make three and then people start to get nervous. Like, all right, you need pump the brakes there. Or where, where, where are you headed? Uh, what are you up to? uh yep um uh, so cool uh you guys make your way back uh back home which is now a lot easier um all your all your trips out places are always just one way because weird is like all right we're going home cool uh, and <laughs> off back to the room just to, to make a point of it weird would always make that offer oh, but yeah. if people want to take an uber or whatever that's all for sure um but yes, you all kind of make your way home uh, to the uh, Rookery directly because that's the place that uh, uh, Weird can drop people off at. And then everyone makes your ways elsewhere unless there's anything you guys are doing now that you're out of the Concilium. Or out of the meeting. Technically still in the Concilium. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the next day uh, we pick up. Um, let's go ahead and do two quick rolls real quick. Hey, Sombra, do you want to finish your road? <laughs> I, mean, I reread my notes, fail. by the way, and it mm-hmm. is persuasion. Okay. Just get one. Yep. <laughs> I have, um, nothing with exceptional successes other than, hey, you've made more progress than normal. Um, but uh, sure? I think uh, 90% sure. We can double, definitely double check. I think you're uh, done, right? Mm-hmm. I am definitely done. I only had one that I needed at that point. Right, and that's why I was like, let's just go ahead and do this quick roll. Um, yeah, okay, you're right. Um, I and then I, I think you now spend something. I think it's like a willpower dot or willpower point. Let's see here. Point uh, of willpower and an arcane XP. Arcane XP, yep. Cool. <laughs> and just a quick reminder for everybody at home, because I totally remember, uh, and I do actually remember it. He's making a place that allows for better summoning effectively. But go ahead and walk me through, because I'm kind of curious, what is the persuasion yantra? The persuasion mudra? The mudra? Got- mm-hmm. um, it is literally like convincing the fallen world around you to peel back its layers and let the supernal through. Is that like a kind of like 
it's a mental conversation that you have with you know the fallen world or i imagine your- it's actually actually verbalized cool it has verbal um, components you guys can blame this guy for the verbal components yep but let's be honest happens. this is this is also not I mean, a spell if that you're, you're doing athletics like you're you're actually doing physical things you're doing somatic mm-hmm. components there so right and now one of the things they mentioned about athletics is just like some muscle clenching you know you don't necessarily need to be moving and stuff like bro, that bro i did not need you to put the image in my head of someone doing <laughs> kegels to cast a goddamn spell <laughs> That was all on you, sir. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, Thank you for dragging us all there with you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm here um, to do what I do. But uh, um, it's because we mentioned orgies yeah. at the top of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's fair. Somebody fucked up. Yep. Um, but yeah, to reiterate, what the spell itself is is to literally like peel back the layers, and we had talked about it. Probably requires like it has to be cast within a domain mm-hmm. um, for it to or even well, come close to working. Verge. Even yeah, or be, verge. Or, domain yeah. Yeah. Somewhere that's already helping you get through a little bit of that. Um, and then uh, it's probably got a pretty hefty mana cost, too. Yeah, uh, which I imagine is probably one mana per s- one mana per rank of entity, maybe? Yeah. Probably something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I was going to say per, per then, size, yeah. but yeah, who knows what the size is? So yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then literally just giving a like creating the most most supernal place possible in the fallen world, right? Which in the end result as as, is bonus to summoning rolls, or I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, I didn't actually come up with the mechanics for it i was going to leave that all in your court it's, okay cool for me it's mainly a it's mainly a story thing sure oh, i dig it's that. it's another piece of the puzzle of creating my my project right uh which i actually fortunately have an idea because i thought you gave me the idea but fine it's my idea yeah uh we'll, cool well we're uh actually i imagine i have made this rote i will probably now cast this because you're going to do a summoning Okay, cool. It'd be not here. It'd be with Hadramiel, though. Right. Uh, so yeah, you get on the horn, chat with Hadramiel, and basically arrange for, uh, um, hey, when can we meet up? Because uh, I imagine it's probably going to be at the rookery, though. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Hadramiel basically schedules this like, hey, uh, no, I'm currently busy, but yeah, we can you know meet up like, you know, tonight um, and uh, and do that. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, weird, uh, just because you can do it once per day, if you want to go ahead and uh, roll again uh, to kind of be buddy-buddy with Moonkeeper. It's so like I said, that's a sure. once per day thing. Because I imagine after that, we're going to get deep into uh, Travis doing some shit. Cool. Cool. All right, and updated. Whoops. I say that. There. How many ally stats are you on now? She's only at two. one currently. Nope. I got two. No, oh, yeah, yeah, two. two. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, with that, um, I try to, uh, I guess, you know, next morning meeting up with Hiza. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to dress as normally as possible. <laughs> Try and fight um, down the striking looks? Yeah, also because, like, I don't know, this seems like a somber occasion somewhat, so it's like, we're not trying to be flashy, it's like, you need to go out and actually, you know, get close well, to the people. Well, the good news is them. your wardrobe's already black, so somber is good. <laughs> I was thinking the same, which I'm sure is kind of funny because for he's a, you know, when you open the door, he goes. All right. I don't know that I like this look on you, uh, uh, but yeah, come in. Um, and, you know, like I said, he's he's always got that, you know, I'm the cool professor, you know, vibe. But you guys kind of sit at the little uh, armchairs that he's got and kind of walks you through stuff. And basically uh, he gives you the mechanics of and concerns of going into a sleeper's Oniros. Um, you know, first off, it's a naturally hostile place. Um, there's no, well, there is a daemon, uh, but it's going to be kind of wimpy, uh, and it's not going to be all that interested in, um, you know, awakening, or uh, it's going to view you as an intruder, um, unless, of course, you manage to connect with the daemon and like partner with it. But even then you're still dealing with um, paradox and double checking here. Uh, Is it easier when they're sleeping? Technically it doesn't matter. Um, Converges, domains, ruins. Where's the astral? Um, there we go. So now I can affect dreams, like send people messages that way. Mm -hmm. uh, which can help, like, nudge and adjust. Uh, where is the systems? There we go. Astral path. Um, uh, sleepers on your eye reflect the curse to a greater all magic cast in the sleep, uh, killers of Neros is a paradox risk. Um, bear in mind, your legacy doesn't matter. Um, and then, uh, if you are killed by the Oniros by its contents or native Goetia, um, you don't suffer soul shock, you just wake up in the material realm disconnected, um, but can meditate and just recover. Um, so it's fairly safe, um, yeah, to go into an Oniros, um, it's just the paradox part that gets dangerous. So, you know, he's like, it's best to try and handle things physically um, mm -hmm. and through conversation um, and making your way through the the chambers of the Oniros to find whatever you need to fix and confronting it. Um, and trying to work through it um, with the daemon and, uh, you know, if necessary, beating up the representative or the thing that is, you know, messing them up. I don't know, um, you know, what is particularly wrong with them. Uh, the investigation was done by the Silver Ladder. Um, I'm not privy to it other than the events. Um, but yeah, going in there... Um, you know, you may want to take uh, the members of the Cabal um, or um, if you're careful, um, bring in some Goetia of your own as backup. Um, 
but that can get kind of sketchy because um, if they get lost in their Oneros, um, that sleeper is going to have uh, some hell of some changes coming um, <clears throat> if that Goetia basically gets lost in there. Um, so, and of course, you know, you could you could take your uh, your students, but you know, buddy system, be careful uh, because um, it's very easy to do worse than has already been done. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm worried about is making it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, on the upside, people are naturally fairly resilient. Um, so long as you're not um, literally tossing Molotov cocktails at their memories and, you know, stabbing the memory of their father and things like that, it'll be okay. Um, uh, my, my suggestion is locating their daemon if possible. Um, personal experience, sleeper daemon are... Um, guerrilla warfare fighters. <laughs> um, they they don't want to show up. They're going to throw... Uh, dream agents at you. They're going to put you in dangerous scenes. Um, but uh, if you can make your way through or parlay with them or uh, just show that you're not leaving, um, something that forces them to confront you directly. Um, listen, I I went into an absolute roller coaster of a kid's memory and met their daemon who appeared as Jiminy fucking Cricket. Um, but once I explained what I was there for, Jiminy literally rode on my shoulders so we could fix the kid up. So um, <laughs> it's it it is the scariest and most wonderful place is the human Oneros, and uh, a sleepers one is just is really dangerous for us uh, because we tend to rely on spells. So, uh, that said, before you go in, bully, uh, bolstering yourself uh, mentally mm-hmm. um, or socially um, is uh, you know, probably a good idea, because uh, that way when you get in there, you're throwing more of a punch. Um, but otherwise, yeah, take it careful um, and, uh, you know, take your time. You know, be careful. It's the, the biggest thing I can give you. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and, you know, uh, like just about anything you or your rookery do, uh, you know, report back. I'm always curious. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, do you have any other questions for Hiza? Um, not right now, no. Okay, cool. Um, on your way out, uh, you spot who doesn't quite like she's actually doing anything so much as standing around and reshelving the same like three books um oceans in uh under mountains who kind of looks over and goes oh atratus so nice to see you and it's like this she waiting in ambush like yeah it's very obvious hi. hi let's go into my office <laughs> um and j- just to not drag it out, she basically is like, are you OK? Um, and is just checking in on you because she saw what happened at the concilium and they weren't, you know, you know, pushing you around too much. Are you OK? Um, you know, kind of stuff. Uh, but generally speaking, coming from the mysterium side of things and just kind of, you know, 
because she doesn't have a spot on the concilium, but within the mysterium, you know, she runs the athenium and she's coming from it that, hey, do you need help? Do you need support? Do do I need to get you somebody you can talk to? Uh, That kind of very, I mean, she's very, very maternal kind of leanings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But um, yeah, otherwise, but otherwise it's just me going, oh, yes, Oceans Under Mountains does still work here. Yeah, she's the boss, technically. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah she, no, she, she's the curator, so her big thing is taking care of that. And they, working on fixing what I messed up, and then I'll work on myself, I guess. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and if but you ever yeah. need somebody to talk to, I'm I'm more than happy to to chat with you. Um, and, you know, I have, and kind of leans over, I have a nice little spirit mant set away in the shadow. If you need just like a day to get away, it's got a hot tub, there's no distractions, you know, you can just get out for a little bit without actually having to leave New York. Um, you know, I use it, you know, every now and then when just things are hectic, I go on a business trip and just have a day away to myself and then you come back and I feel refreshed. It's great. I may take you up on that. She, she she is thoroughly surprised. She's like, oh, oh, cool. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. But I, I realized I was like, actually, there's some spirit stuff that Atreides is probably like, ooh, <laughs> I, I could actually, I, I wouldn't mind that. So, um, yeah, otherwise, um, what is Atreides' plan on dealing with these poor, unfortunate sleepers? I am hesitant to want to go meet them in person because they would probably remember me. Mm-hmm. If you looked the way you did before. Yeah. You're muted. Striking looks has a drawback for a reason. Yep. yep. Uh, and um, just to remind you, um, for entering somebody's Oneros, uh, you have to do it by way of Domain, Hallow, or uh, Sinis. Um, and Sinis are like the basically the shortcuts to Temenos or stuff like that. Um, so you would need to be in a Hallow or Domain uh, in order to enter their Oneros directly. Um, the other thing, and actually, he's a definitely would have brought it up being the space mage that he is. The other way to get into somebody's domain is kind of difficult, but you can do it remotely, is going into the Temenos, and while they are thinking a particular thought, finding the connection, their thoughts and conversation to the Temenos and using that to get into their own Eros. Um, it's sketchy, it's iffy, and but... If you don't want to physically get hold of them, if you don't want to abduct them in their sleep or something like that, um, you know, that's that's a possibility. I also have some out of character suggestions, um, uh, but I'll, I'll leave things to you and unless you're like, hey, lifeline, <laughs> I, I, you know, I need some help. But uh, and then, of course, obviously, you have, you know, Songbird and Weird and Q and Dreadnought and Neku and Oh, actually, network probably be very useful for it too. So you've got you know mm. a lot of folks you can pull in on. Yeah, I will float that like go back to the recruit and mention it to everyone else and see if anyone 
would be interested in helping. Like, if you want to see this. I feel like the, um, the other uh, Evan Phoenixes would be good ones to take along. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Network is 100% on board. He's like going into people's minds and souls. Yes. <laughs> Every time. Uh, and, you know, for him, it's it's part of the obsession. You know, it's like, I, I protect New York. I am New York's daredevil, sort of. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> hey, it's your fault for making him blind, so. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Songbird or Weird um, leaning into uh, diving the Oneros of uh, Sleepers. If I'm invited for sure. I got my own stuff going on. It's <laughs> kind of what I, I was thinking. Song, Songbird is not one for Oniro's diving. Um, but I know Weird, Weird digs it. Um, Weird does so. Yep. Uh, now, the one thing I will point out here at 816, because uh, we will probably only just get started on things, um, I have 100% set this up in the event that Weird and Songbird are not in character available and interested. There are NPCs for you guys to actually play for once for going into an Oniros uh, between Q, Dreadnought, and Network. Um, so uh, that's a possibility because I imagine this first part today would be like, okay, how do we get these sleepers somewhere we where we can get this? It? Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, do not feel like Songbird or Weird have to be like, oh yeah, we'll be here. Um, so now I know Weird is like, hey, I actually did go Neros, but I don't know if you know Weird is very much into. I want to delve into a sleeper Zoneros versus I'm, like. I think Weird would approach it more from the point of like, I want to make sure that there's like an adult in the room, kind of thing. Not no offense. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know it's uh, you know, however, so, mm-hmm. um, but uh, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, weird Atratus, Q, Dreadnought, and Network. So yeah, you'll no, have a no. Uh, that's if she, if she's invited, that she wouldn't okay. try and, and you know, insert herself into yeah. anything. Yeah, I think Atratus um, said yeah. Everybody is invited. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. so we're five. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I want to. Increase empathy because mm-hmm. that's how I think will be the best way to interact with their souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is that spell? Uh, it's enhanced skill. Unless mm-hmm. somebody doesn't have the skill, in which case, uh, I think uh, you need mind four, which you have anyways. Um, which allows you to flat out give a skill. Okay, so does anyone not have a dot in empathy? Um, at this point, I know all of the Evan Fiends do, because it's required of them. Um, network. I have a dot in empathy. One of these days, I keep saying it, I will put his freaking character sheet in roll 20, but today is not that day. 
I feel like he does because he's a freaking Mastigos. He's got yeah. to. Uh, yeah. But I mean, even uh, before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three in empathy. Probably Please. three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, true. Um, yeah. I want to increase it by two then. So it would give me five. It would give Network five. Everybody else could get three. Threes and fours, yep. Uh, in the meantime, uh, while uh, Ash is working that stuff up for Atratus and the squad, oh, that is kind of nice though that it did come up to five. I just now clicked on that. Um, if uh, Songbird uh, happening parallel, um, meeting up with um, Hydromiel. Hydromiel? <laughs> I have too many NPCs. Um, need to start killing some off. Uh, no. no. <laughs> oh, man. You say no like that, man. It's just more of an incentive. <laughs> Bye, Moonkeeper. Uh, um, and dude, I, I, I really should have done the... You're uh, supposed the, to die in the first place. Final destination. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, I should have uh, I, I should have made Network's roles uh, more public in, on whether or not he was going to awaken or just go insane, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, meeting up with uh, Hadromiel um, and casting that spell, in my head, uh, what it basically does is, uh, for each potency, uh, gives you um, additional uh, time for them to be in the uh, in the fallen world. Uh, sure. Yeah, basically easing things up, and so and more or less lets you put those successes into other things, you know, safe rolls or um, what's the other thing? Uh, yeah. Cool. Oh, right, and no reach needed for successes. Um, and enhanced skill, pulling that up real quick, is a potency spell, if I remember correctly. It's a duration spell. Oh. That's irritating. Oh, do I need a minus six then to get it? No, it starts with one, right? All potency spells will start with a one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, minus two. Yep. We'll put it at three. That's three dots mm -hmm. then. Yep. No, you're good. Um, okay, so, yeah. so I can have six. Mm -hmm. uh, above yeah, if you, yeah, you have to take that mana, but you've got the reach for it, so that's yeah. not a problem. Sounds um, good, so everybody gets plus three empathy. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, there's one to do attributes too, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. It's four. Mm -mm. Augment minus. Uh, oh no, it is three. Yeah, because because it's on the form is. Yeah. Yep. You just uh, get to pick between six attributes instead of three. Yep. Um, and you can spend reach to spread it out, which uh, you know basically lets you you know lean. You know, in in this particular case, uh, for normal people, the astral is pure. <laughs> Intelligence, I'm sure, but let me pull the book open just to be sure. Underworld, Shadow, Astral, there we go. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, so for normal people, it's just mental, but for uh, mages, it's mental or social, uh, whichever is higher. Um, so I do love that Songbird gets stronger in dream form. 
yep. as presence. Um, so yeah, so you could basically just focus on one set of uh, attributes or the other. Um, the other thing is uh, network can also assist on three dot mind spells. Um, and I think Q probably could too. Um, uh, so if you want to like push for some like higher potency uh, and like really go in souped up, so there's a flex there. Uh, <laughs> then, um, you know, you I'm can to flex my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or socials, you know, uh, because if you're going in and wanting to socialize and conversate with stuff, that might be yeah, the I better way to need to talk to the daemon. Oh, actually, it won't matter. Uh, because while you're there, you're using that as your power or finesse stat. So it doesn't matter which you... Which way you swing? Uh, it would just help you while you're outside. Um, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Caught that one. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, something to think on. Um, yeah, I was kind probably of... gonna throw it into presence. Okay. Uh, if they are uh, assisting me, do they roll? The would be the talking, though. Correct. Uh, depends on how you're going about on your approach yeah i guess mm -hmm. uh because if you're if you're doing the the songbird uh, approach to conversations it's going to be power <laughs> if it's if it's the weird way it's finesse um I, actually no weird i guess does tend to lean presence but uh rather than manipulating people into you know stuff yeah if i do it at a minus eight i can get two and two into like Mm -hmm. Both presence and int, I guess. Uh, oh, you would want to do like presence and then either manipulation mm -hmm. or wits, mm -hmm. because uh, in within your own neuros, you'll only you'll uh, within the astral, you'll take the higher of intelligence or presence. And that's the stat, and then for finesse, it'll be um, wits or manipulation. Same okay. thing with your defense stat. Um, and everybody's may be different. Uh, so, you know, maybe, you know, Atratus's intelligence, but network's presence, for instance. Um, so, it'll be kind of uh, iffy. Well, if you're buffing, then. It'd be mm -hmm. stat. Right. But I mean, um, like, I'm by default. I'm ones that are good for me. <laughs> right. And then, uh, <laughs> which I realize. So network looks at you and goes, Do you want to handle the mental stuff and I'll handle the social stuff? Sure. Uh, we'll lay on two spells and everybody benefits and there's no having to, you know, split the difference. Um, mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I will, because we're not diving into anybody's soul today, um, I'll figure out what exactly Network can actually pull off. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but feel free to go ahead and write up yours because you actually have your current stats and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, uh, where was it? Oh yeah, Songbird. Um, are are you writing up your summoning? Um, and uh, you said you were summoning uh, the Seraphim, right? This one is a potency spell, so the numbers are different. Mm -hmm. Um, it gets it starts at three. It's three dots. Starts at your mind. Okay, so it starts at four. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. I don't need to change that <laughs> at all, then. Yep. I just need the reach for advanced duration, but sure. Mm -hmm. Six. 
Heck yeah. And that was going uh, into presence, so it's plus four. Oh, you put it all into presence. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, cool. And then with an exceptional success, you want to take a condition or an additional potency? Uh, well, because we're going to pick from both of these lines, right? So network's going to do the int and wits. So I can do presence and manipulation. Had the plan had been the reverse, but it doesn't matter whichever way you would pre uh, prefer. He will do the other... Uh, approach i guess so if you want to do mental stats or social stats he'll do the other one uh, i was doing the social okay. i'll take two and two actually okay two to presence two to manipulation sure and, and then, i'd rather have that condition sure uh i think it's going to be bonus to uh, let's do persuasion that we we don't double up with your empathy okay bouncing ritual two or three dice two. off and um, and trying to remember, you wanted angels that had what was the secondary uh, arcana? Both of them. This one's gonna be fate, the seraphim. Okay, so forces and fate. That's okay. that's just going off of um, the written down boons and signs of sorcery. Mm -hmm. I, I realize that's not all of the boons things are capable of, but. Mm -hmm. Basically, there's two boons from angels that revolve around artifacts, and one is fate, and the other is rhyme. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's right. And so the prime is going to be prime and fate, or prime and matter, probably. Okay. Just writing down my my notes for the future. Um, Sorry, cool. I thought we had talked about that before. We had, but I hadn't written. It's it been down. a while, for yep. sure. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, so um, let's see where are we at eight thirty. <laughs> juggling two different things. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> by the way, for being like I'm going this way, and that way I don't have to do the three way split. Um, uh, so actually, uh, I think. Actually, yes, yeah, since th this will let us kind of round out uh, Songbird's thing for now. Uh, do you have it all written up? 23. Cool. Uh, fire away. With five extra safe rolls. And we're rolling. Uh, shoot, this is the forces one. Um, so Hadromiel is adding his to assist, right? Hmm? So add five to your rolls. Cool. With 23 to get, this should be kind of quick. 19 dice if I spend a willpower. Seems good. Yeah, the wee bit should take you like four rolls. Five. Eleven. Nineteen. <laughs> Easy peasy. Twenty-six. <laughs> you guys remember Sorry. when when summoning when the summoning first supernal hard. took 
the whole damn day. Like eight hours or something. <sighs> Just knock this out in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, you and Hadromiel working together um, and uh, to summon Daphiel. Um, and here, and a duck, me... hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Female Daffy Duck in angelic armor. Um, no cursed, cursed fan no. art. No, was was it blurst images? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, Hadromiel uh, mentions that this is this is a uh, a angel that he has summoned himself. Um, and is, um, very, very, very into, uh, making deals and, uh, you know, having representational things, uh, cause you know, fate, um, right. um, the entity that emerges, you know, kind of out of this, you know, snapping and we're doing this at the rookery, uh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, who basically kind of, uh, emerges forward is basically it is a floating mandala, uh, mixed with a bit of a yin yang thing, uh, or actually, um, what was in the movie? Uh, Watchmen, um, the giant glass twisting, fabrial uh thing that dr manhattan makes on mars uh where all these different pieces are moving and very kind of clockwork and everything is moving in its you know predefined thing and if everything is moving in that predefined thing everything gets along just fine uh made of moats of fire um so it is uh and the the flames themselves do not well, the flames themselves change color, but it is a full gradient depending on the height in the mandala. So as the flames move, they change colors as they move through, starting at like... Oh, it's an the, ombre. Yes, starting at like the deep blue all the way up to just this brilliant white. Um, there's spots of color off to this. Actually, I guess the center would be white. Um, spots of color elsewhere. Uh, absolutely mesmerizing, you know, uh, thing. The light trickling through underneath the door for everybody who's outside is going, what the fuck is that? Um, and it's like, every, you know, like I said, I, I love the idea that they do, uh, you guys have like the photography booth uh, development lab of like a little light outside. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed in. You're not allowed in. Okay, it's green now. Now you can come in. Um, but Songbird and Hadromiel are busy right now, so stay out. Um, <laughs> the voice that comes out is... Um, we started talking about orgies, and so this is just going to mess things up. But it is a very, like, caressing, sensual, like, feminine voice. Um, and it doesn't seem to come from the center of it so much as in your head um Mm -hmm. and uh i'm not going to attempt a feminine sensual voice it's just not happening sorry guys um but uh yeah i know um and just very calmly and like you can tell hadromio kind of reacting and hearing the voice as well it says yes caller 
what do you what do you, uh, I'm trying to think of the the best best way to put this. Um, actually, we'll start around. Yes, caller, I know of your desires. I know what you plan. I have seen your future. Future is plural. Uh, <laughs> this is an arduous task that you put before yourself. We have spoken of it. Now, mm, I, I, I think there are many questions that you may ask me. And what do you ask of me today? I ask for your help in the future if I prove that I am worthy and committed. What help is it that you wish of me? And stepping back, back behind the DM screen, um, <laughs> you are looking because I'm trying to remember exactly Songbird's plan is having them doing the forging or are they basically kind of lending strength and because I couldn't remember exactly how it was kind of laying out. The because I created the I had the, pro, the like the long term project or whatever of a like dual summoning circle mm -hmm. that was like tied in with became part of this route as well. Right. Is that I will be at the center with my forge and will be literally like especially with the um, the six dot prime spell like literally channeling all of their power they are willing to give in in and through myself to create an artifact right so in in short in mechanics terms they're buffing you you are the one yeah. okay cool yeah just making sure uh, okay uh so uh you don't see a smile it's a big swirling thing but there's amusement in the voice uh and mostly because hey it's nice to be able to talk to somebody who speaks fluent high speech uh <laughs> and and says um very well, um, but my strength comes with sacrifice. Um, and I'm trying to think of how she puts this. Um, in order for me to lend you my strength, I need I need someone to hold up my burdens for the time. When you summon me next to aid you in your forging, I will need a surrogate for which to lay down my burdens upon and who will Hold them while I lend you my full strength. You watch as Hedromiel kind of does a look over towards you, like, uh, what? Um, trying to interpret. And, like, this is heavily couched in high speech. 
Um, sure. And it's definitely one of those things. Like, that and it you, takes Songbird a minute to like parse all that, right? And even and, though, yeah, and and more like like after this conversation, you and Hadrami will probably put your heads together to try and translate what exactly she was suggesting and what it will entail. So it's not necessarily um, something that Songbird would know immediately. I think, I think I get enough of it in the moment to be able to ask whether this would be permanently harmful to the person. No. It will just be a great burden to bear. And should they falter and set down the burden, then I will no longer be able to help you. Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking oath pact. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> All right, I need a shadow. I need a fucking person with a shadow name of like the Herald or. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get some int and uh, occult rules to figure out as you and Hadramio. You know, I'm so good at that. <laughs> yep, uh, it's okay. Talk to talk to a mind mage; they can help you. My out. Uh, first instinct is Colossus. It's a pretty good one. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll He's strong. He, he is strong, but it's probably not likely. To, I mean, well, forces maybe, uh, but yeah, it's probably going to be a step beyond a mu- mere mundane weight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so, so but, it's not a solo project anymore. Oh, I mean, it, it wasn't ever a solo project to begin yeah. with, but yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't think Chris or Songbird uh, would be surprised if, like, yeah, I'm going to need some assistance to ban some bellows and, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the uh, motion of this kaleidoscope of, you know, flames starts to slow and kind of reverses backwards slowly and starts to say, do you agree? I do. And then, unless you stop, she's leaving. Yep, that's fine. Okay. And yeah, the same. And it, it, like, thinking back on the event later, you're like, oh, she wound up the same amount of time it took her to wind back. Uh, <laughs> fucking fate. Um, and yeah, uh, the spell changes. You know, well, the spell, the uh, the summoning kind of ends. So you need somebody to carry her fate burdens or her prime burdens or and bear in mind when when doing this summoning all you know uh, with with targeted fate um is knowing that they have prime and have oh excuse me have forces and have fate there's other arcana they may also have uh especially when you talk about summoning a rank five rank five yeah for sure (laughs) yikes yeah, so Hadromiel is over here with like uh, pen and paper and like <laughs> mad speed notes, writing stuff down in high speech. Does oh, like, Hadromiel have fluent high speech as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Considering yeah, his, his 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 yeah, obsession, fair. yeah. Um, yeah. 
And so he's working through writing down everything uh, to basically study and, and look after. Um, shifting gears. Um, so, uh, Atratus, how do you plan to get into these Oniros? Oniri? Uh, well, we'll pick one, and since they're effectively, uh, in, in, in your ter- uh, for, for your purposes, they're effectively equally accessible people. Uh, we'll start with Leslie Booth. Um, how do you plan to like get these sleepers uh, to a place where you can enter their souls? Or do you plan to do the Temenos route and try that way? Um, I like the Temenos route. Um, mm-hmm. My only difficulty on that is um, figure out what they're talking about at a given time. Mm-hmm. So... Um, if we could get a connection, we could scry on them, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would need to go find them, yeah. Yeah, one way or another, you're probably going to have to find them physically, uh, if, if nothing else, to get the, the Yantra to be able to cast sympathetically on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, there's that. The uh, One of the other things is... Um, uh, telepathy um and but that's <laughs> that's up there with um <laughs> casting things that will make them have a breaking point uh yeah so Let's yeah put a thought into their head mm-hmm. and then follow it i don't mm-hmm. mm. yep there, yeah. there, there's a lot of ways to do this and they are all having to be very subtle in i i will admit this was me going haha time to make the ebon phoenix work um so, uh, yeah, and there are ways to arrange for things um, and, you know, two-pronged attack. Attack, let's be clear. Um, you know, to try and nudge things one direction to come at it from another, stuff like that. There's a couple different options. But, yeah, so you, you're thinking first off to, like, start meeting up, finding them, getting some kind of sympathetic connection to them. To yeah, start. so that we can then yeah, have that connection later. Okay. Um, so, uh, very, very easy, um, as you guys kind of... Um, I'm gonna ask, weird, can I use your mirror? Uh, sure. The one that will change my appearance? Oh. For, yeah, for that, sure. Mm-hmm. Can't you, can't you do that with mine? Sort of. Um, Imposter has some pluses and minuses the big mm. minus, you have to target somebody and yeah. say, this okay. is what you see me as. Um, it's not changing how I appear to everyone. It's so yeah, for weird. sure. Yeah, take that and just... It's not like a drastic change, because it's not that spell, but I do mm-hmm. look different, so she wouldn't immediately recognize me. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll hang on to that, because Gnosis, your Gnosis plus life three so it's gnosis plus three to to actually enact the spell um but um so tracking them down though uh you have some pictures and stuff like that uh where they where they work um and, or yeah i think basically you can probably determine where they work and where they live uh because the silver letter are good at that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, beyond that, um, tracking them down and finding them is pretty easy, um, especially with 
a fate mage around. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So you have a, a couple options. Um, and so uh, meeting up with uh, Leslie Booth, uh, because I met, or actually, let me take a step back. Are you going to go try and meet up with each of them physically first and then start doing stuff? Or is it, we're going to focus on one, start to I'm finish? I'm doing it one at a time. Okay, cool. That's what Let's I thought, and I didn't, but I didn't want to assume. Start uh, on this one, do this, see how it works to see if we want to change the approach for the other ones. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, so uh, Leslie Booth uh, works at a um, yeah an accounting building, uh, a very very nine to five job that like Friday nights like hey now I can actually go live a little kind of vibe uh, based on the the information that you can uh, glean off of some of the stuff provided by the Silver Ladder. Um, uh, so yeah, you can. Uh, Let's see here. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... I don't need to guide you. That's what you know. <laughs> um, I want to sort of hang around nearby and keep an eye out and see, like, if she's going to a local cafe or something for dinner. Or, like, for lunch while she's on her lunch break. Cool. Um, sorry, I looked over and somebody was talking about something was saved for Amku. Wait. Are you talking about Amanda? Are you picking on Amanda? What's going on? Uh, about so yes. your sultry voice. Hmm? He was talking about your sultry voice. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, yes, you go to a cafe. Um, yeah, it's very easy to, you know, you know, especially early morning, you know, or uh, even afternoon, you know, she hits a, you know, lunch. Uh, we, we ambush everybody at the cafe at lunch. Um, but yeah, uh, able to spot her. Uh, she matches her picture. Uh, you probably, well, actually not probably, with perfect recall. Oh yeah, I remember exactly who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at her from a distance, let me make sure, I'm going to pull up this condition to make sure it's very obvious. Um, yeah. Um, she looks basically... Just at, at a glance, has a kind of glazed over expression. Um, not like she's like drugged up or anything like that. Just is going through the motions and is just kind of not really all there right now. And is just kind of uh, taking it slow. Uh, goes in and like uh, you, you watch as like literally walking into the cafe. Somebody like is kind of barreling towards her and she gets like thumped in the shoulder, you know, rudely. And she just like head down kind of, you know, very not meek, but just like not looking in the eyes. And then once they're gone, you know, makes their way, uh, makes her way in, uh, gets in line, um, stares up at the menu, watches like even getting up to, you know, the, the front of the cafe to order. And there is just, a long minute of just like staring and then finally ordering um, just very see the negative version of languid um, mm-hmm. and just very slow um, kind of in a foggy state. I'm going to go up to her basically while she's doing this and just like having a day. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, and like once you connect with her and start talking with her, she kind of becomes a little bit more animated and kind of looks around a little bit confused uh, and then recognizes where she's at, makes makes her order and kind of walks over to the side. Um, sorry. And kind of, you know, gets out of your way. Uh, yeah, she goes just, to no, stand. you're fine. I just, I recognize this feel. Oh, okay. And an awkward, awkward look. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to offer to like buy her food. Basically. It's just like, you look like you're having a rough time. Oh no, no, I'm fine. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, normal you know normal mondays right uh but you know that thanks you guys stand in awkward silence probably waiting for (laughs) you know little calf orders yeah Yeah. Uh, gets her plate and kind of walks over and like kind of watching to be like are you following her uh kind of thing uh, okay, and then I'll just sort of chill and eat and keep an eye on her. And I'm just okay. going to try to, like, get, um, like, her dishes to see if there's, like, any thing left around on them. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, I mean, technically, uh, you can, you know, snatch up a napkin or something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, Um, DNA samples on water bottles or whatever, that sort of thing. Sorry, say that again? Like, DNA samples on a water bottle or whatever. Ah, okay. I I need, if if you're talking about me doing that, I'm going to need more than that. But if I'm there, I can just basically pull it out of thin air. Well, actually, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that, but actually, like, her something that is you know a bit of her hair uh is actually, like some sort of physical scrap from her yeah yeah uh, the water bottle itself would be a pretty useless thing but uh you know something from her yeah um well yeah actually keeping an eye out for it um actually better question are you bold enough to just like <laughs> a hair uh no just I woke up and like snatch a hair off of her head. No. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Um, let us. Well, yeah, actually, let's just do a uh, intelligent. Uh, probably. I could con- do the like to see like stray hair on her jacket and pull it off. Sure. Which is yeah, kind of I'm- weird, but less weird than snatching one from her head. Right. Uh, yeah. No. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's something about Craig's like intense face as he's working on stuff, and then just the, the body shifting, and then back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you're able to, you know, you know, take care, especially standing that close. Um, and and she's she is uh, she is not a mage, so she's not super super stressed about somebody touching her uh, or taking a uh, taking a hair. A mage would go in full blown panic mode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, select a little hair, um, and you know, I, I imagine there's a little ziploc bag and zipped up in a way where people are not watching you collect a stranger's hair. But yeah, and collect a hair sample from her. Okay. But yeah, and then leave her to her meal and cool. 
Uh, I really fucked this lady up. Um, out of curiosity, do you use um, any spell to check on her and check up on her like mental state while you're there? Uh, or are you like, no, nah, I'll figure that stuff out later? Um, let's see. I can do... Uh, just a quick mental scan on her from across the room, right? Uh, well, if you cast the spell, yes, the attainment, you have to touch her. Yeah, I was doing it with the spell. Okay. Yep. Just a one dot nine spell. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, which continue. It wasn't working. I need instant and range, and what else reaches do I need? Uh, if you want to get into her thoughts further, that's another dot. Otherwise, uh, duration potentially, but you'll have it for yeah, a mean, couple that's turns. Four and four, mm-hmm. so that's fine. So this is a potency spell. I get for each level potency. I get one question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take three. But it's a potency spell, so I've got four, right? Mm-hmm, because you have mine four. Yantra, I'll just use um, my soul stone. Sure. That's nine, and three is twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, n- nothing for it to say, I see. Oh, you want an extra question? Or- sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so it gives you five questions. Uh, no, I don't need five questions for us, okay. Um I guess I'll take another condition. Cool. Now, quick thing to bring up for you. This is a, you can take the condition yourself or you can leave the condition on her and give her some kind of benefit. Would I still get a beat for it? She's the one who gets the beat. She's the one who gets the arcane beat, I should clarify. <laughs> well, that mm. Um, in the event that, that she, <laughs> in the event that she, uh, in the event that she awakens and starts to go through the the mystery play, while you are in the mystery play, you have to accumulate enough XP via arcane beats to buy Gnosis One. That is passing your mystery play. So this is actually one of the ways people help nudge people into an okay. awakening and make the awakening easier. Now, in, at the end of the day, this is going to be the one arcane beat, but you know, hey, we saw what happened in network. That's four percent of an awakening. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I I would do that. That sounds good. Just sort of a right. and and notably, I bring that up towards in, this, right? Yeah. Um, and so, um, mental scan. Um, I feel like oh, it is withstood by her composer composure, so you won't necessarily have four questions. Um. So that's one thing to bear in mind. But you do have the reach for reading her surface thoughts anyways. So mm-hmm. um, uh, condition-wise, uh, well, actually, you tell me, what kind of condition do you do you leave on her? Because you're being beneficial. It's 10 o'clock also. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to end this real um, quick. Uh, something to just, like, improve her day slightly. Like, if you can have a bonus to, I don't know. Um, you know, persuasion to help her with her next, you know, argument, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, composure to, you know, not fly off the handle at something. Yeah, I go with composure. It seems like she, or resolve. Kind of okay. that. Sure. Yeah, like okay. you seem you can use to be just sort of short up a little bit. And we will talk about what her thoughts are next time. <laughs> um, haha, cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, with that, thank you all for joining us. Weird is prepping up a spell. We'll, we'll have to cover it next time because we are at the, at the buzzer. Ribbit. <laughs> just any gifts of every time you do that face. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it just makes it fun for everybody else. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We will figure out what weird spell is next week. Um, it's probably a quick draw the tarot card to divinate. Um, but uh, come uh, join us. I was actually us working on-, on Webweaver, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, come join us on Discord, uh, yeetm2.space. Come chat about what you think of what's going on. Uh, come give us your opinions on wisdom um, and how it works and what you think your personal wisdom would be. Um, I know mine is probably sitting right about four. Um, but uh, And uh, if you want to support us monetarily, that's uh, staylucky.club or patreon.com slash occultisanonymous. Also, occultanon.threadless for um, cool merch. Um, And um, yeah, Uh, otherwise, we will catch you guys on the next episode. So YouTube guys, that'll be Tuesday. Twitch guys, that'll be Friday. Stay lucky.